Hey everybody, Corey Davis here with another episode of the Warm Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about like exercise rotations. How often should you change out your movements? So the reason this came up is I work with a group of women a couple days a week. And they've been doing really well with an exercise called a trap bar deadlift. That is the one where you deadlift using a trap bar. Very technical term. So they've been getting really good at it. And they are at a point where if they wanted to, we could spend a month working up to like a one rep max. If that was something they cared about. But I don't think that they do. I don't think that's something that that is like important to them. They are just using the exercise as a tool to strengthen their muscles and tone and get a little bit stronger, all those sorts of things. So the actual like exercise isn't that important. They just happen to have done the trap bar deadlift for a little bit. So I was talking to them about rotating out and doing something else. And it begged the question, why would you rotate the exercises? How often, et cetera. So the answer I gave them that I'm going to give you now is you can use an exercise for a couple different purposes. So the reason I have them doing a trap bar deadlift and we've done it every week for like three months is I needed them to get competent enough at the movement that they could actually get something out of it. So that's the reason that I don't like doing a new exercise every week. When someone brags to me about their old trainers, like, oh, we never did the same exercise. They were always doing new exercises and new movements. I'm like, cool. You probably really suck at all of them. And that's not meant as an insult to that person. It's just how could you possibly be good? Like if you met someone and they're like, oh yeah, we had music every week at my high school. And every single week we would start learning a new instrument. I'd be like, oh, cool. Well, you probably have like a, a pretty good understanding of like basic music theory, but I bet you're terrible at every instrument because you've only done it one time. And then the next time you did it is, you know, months and months later. So that's not a good plan to get competent at an exercise. Once you have that competence in an exercise and you've like laid a base, you could then modify and jump around a little bit more, but you kind of need to get good enough at something to get the benefits from it, which is why they were new to deadlifting. So we had them on a trap bar for like three months straight to get really good at it. Now they're good at it. Um, and they're hitting, you know, awesome weights and they're all super strong. So that is fine now for us to rotate out because the goal for them isn't to get really good at the trap bar deadlift. The goal for them is to use the trap bar deadlift to get stronger and more muscular and all those sorts of positive benefits of weight training. But now that they've done that, we can swap that out for a box squat or a reverse lunge or a belt squat or a hack squat. There's a number of other exercises that can kind of go into that slot and we'll be fine. And we'll just need to stick with it long enough to get competent at it. And then we can, once we're competent at it, do it until boredom sets in and move on to something else. That'll be a really easy thing. On the other end of the spectrum, I'll use my bench press. So when I bench press, I'm doing it to get my pecs and shoulders and triceps stronger. I'm doing it to put on muscle in those areas. That's a goal of mine. But I'm also doing it with the expressed goal of benching more weight. I specifically, I don't just want to be strong in my upper body. I want to be strong in the bench press. You know, the flat barbell bench press is the exercise I want to be strong in. So I bench press literally every single week. I can't tell you the last program I wrote where I did not do a flat barbell bench press 
on either Monday or Tuesday in the program. And that's because I care about actually lifting a heavy weight. If my goal was just look muscular, be strong, you know, in a broad way, then I would be able to rotate exercises a lot more freely. But because my goal is specifically to be good at bench press, I need to do it often because I need to maintain that skill. And I'm looking for that tiny little 1% improvement. You know, if I could add 1% to my bench press this year, I'd be pretty stoked. Um, That'd be great. So that is why some people should rotate exercises more frequently, although not at a super high frequency, because then you won't get good at anything. And that's why a lot of people will say, oh yeah, I've done this boot camp style class or this CrossFit style class and I have a base in weight training, but then they're still not that good at any of the weight training because they're rotating around too frequently. That is a common thing. So that is why you would rotate exercises because it fits your goals. And that is why you would not rotate exercises because it would also fit your goals to get really good. Now, the exception to this is if you have a really, really large training base and then you choose to swap out exercises. So there's a style of training called like conjugate style training where the whole idea of it is you rotate through, let's, we'll use the bench press for example. You would do bench press and then the next week you would do a different barbell type of bench press, like a buffalo bar. And then the next week you would do chains, And then the next week you would do a board and the next week you do a different board. Then the next week you do close grip. So you're bench pressing every week, but you are rotating through different variations so that you always get that like novel stimulus and you're excited because you're doing something new. So that's all good things and you can compete on it and you can find out weaknesses of like, oh man, I didn't realize how bad I was at board presses. Looks like that's something I should modify in my training going forward. So I'm not so bad at this, you know, one obscure exercise. So there's a lot of positive benefits to that, but it only works well in my experience, in my opinion, if you have a large enough training base that then when you cycle back to the regular bench press, you're still competent at it. So I think it is a style of training that works a lot better if you have some sort of like training base underneath you. You know, like I've been bench pressing once a week or twice a week or sometimes three times times a week since I was 15 years old and I am over 30. So more than half my life, I've bench pressed once a week. That would probably be fine for me. I could not bench press. I could rotate through other exercises and I would probably not lose that skill of how to barbell bench press. So I'd be fine. But that's not true with most of our clients. That's why they're in the gym is because they haven't been bench pressing once a week since they were 15 years old or other than the spectrum. They've been bench pressing once a week since they were 15 years old, but they aren't good at it. So they want some help. So that's kind of my two cents on it. That's when I think you should rotate exercises. That's when I think you shouldn't rotate exercises. And I hope this is helpful. I'm a little bit of insight into like how programming works. This is a common theme with these uh, podcasts is just the balance between, hey, we need to change things up to keep things novel, but also we need to keep things consistent to actually reach your goals. And so in this situation, it was just a question of, hey, what is your actual goal, women that I train? Have I incepted you into thinking that you need to trap bar deadlift 300 pounds? 
And is that something that is now important to you? If it is, cool. There will be a lot of positive benefits if we continue to tackle this 300-pound deadlift, both like physically, because you'd be very strong, and I would also argue psychologically, because I think that it would be hard for a woman to deadlift 300 pounds and not feel like she was super strong and capable, which is great. I would love that if that's how every, you know, man or woman that left my session was like, man, Corey, thanks to your help and your gym's help, I feel very strong and capable and fit and all those things. Like, that's great. I would love that. But that's the gist of it. And I I think that's always going to be the struggle is balancing, you know, novelty and entertaining in a workout versus making sure that it actually helps you reach your goals. Because I could give a beginner a brand new workout every single week for a year and they would get to brag to their friends like oh yeah my trainer's so creative we never do the same thing and then a year later they would be marginally better at any exercise because they didn't stick with anything long enough to get good enough at it to actually push themselves that wouldn't be good i mean it'd be good for business because I'd have a long time to train them and make money, but it wouldn't be good for their actual results. All right. So that is my two cents on it. Keep this podcast under 10 minutes. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys sending me emails, asking me questions. I enjoy doing this podcast once a week. Thanks everybody.